Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. We're here to help you get through the catastrophes that could kill you. Avalanches, bear attacks, knife fights. And the stuff that really keeps you up at night. Texting mishaps. Sexting mishaps. Being catfished. I'm really worried about getting osteoporosis. <gasps> Me too. My bones are like chalk. I'm getting you a glass of milk right now. Should we just play the song? Yeah, okay. Hello and welcome to How to Survive. I'm Danielle Koenig. I'm Christine Kimmel. Yeah, we thought we'd introduce ourselves because apparently people, i.e. my father, are getting our voices confused and we should probably address who we are and what our last names are. Yes, my voice, I think, is different than yours. Yeah, it's like I've said before, it's lower and more appropriate for a grown woman. I don't, I wouldn't say that. I think you have a very womanly I voice. Hate my voice. So really? Much. Well, I'm just always stuffed up and I don't know what else to do about it. I mean, I don't know how many like allergy medications I can take before well, I'm no longer stuffed up. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. I don't recommend you use a neti pot. Oh, for God's sake. I've tried. Okay. So I've done. Why? Why do you say that? I've done the it's, neti pot. It's, it's actually based on some things we're going to talk about later oh. having to do with bacteria. <gasps> oh, great. In, in, oh, yeah. Because I don't clean things well. So And, and, uh, and shooting water into your nasal cavity. Well, we bought this... I we not we my husband bought this sort of like advanced version where okay. it's like it's electric. Oh wow. And of course I could not get it to work properly mm-hmm. and he just kept laughing at me and grabbing it from me and and showing me see it works like this i'm like great it's not working when i do it. Mm-hmm. So he supposedly bought it for me. You know when like i don't know if your husband does this but like and it's sweet but he like Buys things for me that I never asked nor wanted. Okay. That kind of thing. Yeah, it's happened. It's for you. Yes. And I'm like, okay, um, but it's not helpful and I don't know how to make it work. So it's just kind of sitting there now. But I've tried the other one. Jimmy. The, <laughs> the solution kind. Okay. With, where it's just like a bottle. But yes. you know what? I don't wash that well either. So then I'm going to say don't do it. Okay. And you also, you must, I'm going to say this to the listening audience. Yeah. Use distilled or boiled water. And it's a big pain in the ass. So just find what is it. distilled water. You can buy it at the store and it says on the yeah, front think, distilled water. Right. Because when our babies were babies, didn't we use distilled water for formula or something? I don't. I don't know about that. Um, Maybe. I don't did remember. Did I use formula? No, I didn't really even use formula. So I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I did. But I think. I don't recall. This was so long ago. Well, I know we're. God, I just like ogled a baby in the cafe. I wouldn't even know to hold, how to hold a baby now. It's like, do you pick it up by its feet? Do you? I think so. I think it's changed. And now you do pick it up by its feet. Yeah. Like when we were 
you know, we used to hold it like a football. Yes. Now you hold it like upside down. By its yeah, feet. yeah, yeah. Like a, like you're draining like a, a bat or a bat. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what the um, the uh, CDC recommends now. And they and the pediatric well, is the pediatric society. I'm sure it's a society. The society yeah. of peds. They just that doesn't sound good. The Society of Peds. I was going to say they wear dark masks, but if it's the Society of Peds, they for sure wear dark masks and gather and have candles. And yes. They for sure hold babies by their feet. Yeah. Don't join that club. You know know. what it is, though? This is a normal progression of parenthood, which is you forget every phase after you exit it. One, because it was so traumatic, usually. But also your brain needs to make space for the new stuff you have to figure out. Yes. I think you remember the the horrifying story. Like you remember the things that terrified you. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, I locked myself out of the house and they're still inside. Right. How do I get back in? Or like, oh, he took one of my pills and I have to go to the emergency room and make sure. Did all these things happen, Chris? Did they really? Yeah. You locked the babies inside the house? Uh, they locked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they crawl one on top of the, each other? And yeah, they like stacked. They and, stacked themselves yeah. in, in a Matryoshka doll fashion. And they did they wear a trench coat? Yeah. Pretend they were one big person? Yep. How exactly. did they lock you out of the house? I think... I went outside, probably to chase after our insane dog. This is when we were in an apartment in, uh, oh, okay, like West Hollywoodish area. I went outside and maybe the door closed behind me. It was like a self locking door, and then I was outside, and then I couldn't get back in. I remember I had I was like turn the turn the knob. Um, wait, turn. how old were they at this point? A year old. Oh, okay. And they were in there, and I couldn't get back in. Were they laughing at you? Were they pointing? They were just like, mama, mama, mama. And I was like, turn the knob, turn the. So what did you do? I think they figured it out. Really? That's impressive. My children are advanced. They are geniuses. But I do want to, before we get started, say thank you to all of our listeners. Oh, my gosh. um, And all our new listeners. Maybe this is the first time tuning in. Thank you, everyone who's been so supportive. And I also want to just give a quick shout out to our producer, Garen. Yes. Garen Cockrell. Um, Oh, wait a second. I don't know if I should do this on the air, but I don't know if you know this, Garen, but my kids have a nickname for you. (gasps) And it is Garden Squirrel. What? (laughs) What? It's Garden Squirrel. Why? Because at some point we were having a text exchange and my kids looked at my phone and they were like, are you texting with Garden Squirrel? Because they just looked at your name quickly and thought it said Garden Squirrel. Oh my God, that's the cutest thing I've ever... Is that something in the gay community? Are you a Garden Squirrel? Uh, No, no, I don't think so. This does... Which I'm assuming has something to do with saving nuts. (laughs) I don't know. It does come full circle, though, because once in my one of my yearbooks, they said my name was Garden. Really? It said Garden Cockrell. Wait, you mean in the printed? In the printed. Oh, it said Garden Cockrell. Yeah. Your life is just a series of misfortunes and humiliations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm Garden Cockrell. Garden Cockrell. That sounds like a poem, doesn't it? It does. It does. How does your... Cockle shells and garden grow. Garden grow. Yeah. Well, oh they were like, God. "Please tell him his nickname is Garden Squirrel." I love it. And they—that's how they see you. That and is I was—I I even said, "Maybe we'll get to meet him someday." And they were like, oh, "You're famous. You're famous." I love that this is the thing they agree upon. Yes. Yeah, they're fighting all the time, but they can agree that Garen is Garden Squirrel. Yep. I've brought peace to your house. <laughs> you have. You are a peacemaker. 
Um, so yeah, that's fantastic. That's Garden Squirrel. I love over it. There. I, I love it. Um, and um, they're probably going to start drawing pictures of you as a squirrel. So get oh ready for God. some art. Fan art. I love it. I can't wait. Are you ready for today's topic? I am 100% ready. Speaking of kids, if you didn't already know this, this is not a show for children, <laughs> particularly this episode. Oh, um, now you've got my interest peaked. Today we're going to talk about flesh eating disease. Yes. How to survive it. Um, and uh, it's going to get a little bit sexy. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you something. Please tell me everything. I am a little bit fascinated with things that can go wrong with the human body. Good. And like weird things that can grow. And like, you know, when there's there's like a tree person. Oh, yeah. Like they can grow stuff on their, not can. Yes. (laughs) It's not a power. (laughs) Whoa, what branches? Do it at will. (laughs) Oh, that's even better. But I am obsessed with this kind of thing and... Like when I was pregnant, we went yeah. to the Mutter Museum. In, oh, I don't know it. It's in uh, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and it's um, a museum of like odd, strange human okay. disease and like, um, you know, like, you know, they'll have like, you know, a fetus in a jar that's like got you know tail and wings or something. You know yes, what I mean? Not like yes. that because it's real, but. That kind of thing, like the twin that absorbs. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I watched Doctor uh, Pimple Popper once. Oh God! Yeah. And I was, I liked it. Okay. So okay. I won't watch it anymore because that doesn't seem like something I should be. You shouldn't liking. indulge this, maybe. Right. Okay. So whereas I saw a what I think was a mouse the other day outside of our house or mm-hmm. a rat, which my son, in all his generosity insisted to me was a possum i teeny tiny possum i I flipped out i really flipped out but and it was only one uh uh-huh okay wasn't a group of nope just a little guy making his way yeah yeah down i mean it was probably a rat because mice are really tiny yeah it wasn't a mouse okay it wasn't a mouse yeah but it had big ears which made me think maybe it was a possum i only sat from the back in any case, that kind of thing, thing, you know, flips me out. But I'm a little bit like really into weird things that can happen with the human skin. So I feel like this is my episode. You are going to thrive. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there are many strains of bacteria that can cause flesh eating disease, also known as necrotizing fasciitis. Ooh. I even like the name. But most cases are caused by a bacteria called group A strep, which you've probably heard of. Yes. Or streptococcus pyogenes. Yes. They're very rare. It spreads quickly and can cause death. (gasps) Also quickly. Flesh-eating infections have been described as early as the 5th century BC. Ooh. Based on written accounts by Hippocrates. Am I saying that name right? Hippocrates. Thank you, Hippocrates. It's like, I know how to say it, but then when I I see the word, I say it the exact opposite way. So, this has been around. Okay. (laughs) It's not some new disease. It's old school. Disease. Okay. Would you like to hear some signs and symptoms? Of course I would. Yeah, because you want to know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, you're not going to mix it up with something else. It's not one of those things where you're like, is this a mosquito bite that's just a little swollen? Well, I was going to say, is this like a staph infection or is this different? Well, a staph infection is part of that same bacteria world, but 
you this is like a staph infection gone way wrong. Would you say that it was a staph infection on steroids? And then would I leave the show immediately for you saying that? (laughs) Yes and yes. Correct. Okay. Okay. People with this flesh eating infection know something is wrong because of extreme pain in the area. Mm. The infection generally begins at a surgical wound or because of some kind of trauma. Okay. Um, sometimes without an obvious break in the skin. Oh. Okay. There's severe pain, swelling, fever, sometimes confusion. I assume in your brain, not at the area. Right. Um, the skin in the infected area can become tight and discolored from the swelling. Okay. You're not going to be like, you know, am I just, yeah, you're, you're going to know. I, I think it's like very clear something is wrong. Okay. Unless treatment is initiated promptly, shock and death usually follow in a short time. Shock and death. Okay. Shock and death. All right. Okay. Gear up for this next part. All right. Okay. I'm not about to show you any pictures. Okay. People. I can't. No, you can't. But also maybe don't Google it if you're very sensitive. Because <laughs> I've seen things I can't unsee. Oh, I'm going to be Googling this. Um, too sweet. This might be a good time to bite down on something. <laughs> uh, the most commonly affected areas are the limb, limbs, and perineum. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, why? Okay. Oh, so... When it is, did I say that right? Perineum, yeah. Yeah, okay. Do men have perineums? Yeah. Is a perineum... It's that area. It's the taint, it's right? It's the taint. Okay. It ain't yeah. this and it ain't... Uh, yeah, 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 right. yeah. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I don't think I... I mean, Karen laugh. Oh, my gosh. It's so... It's dumb stuff, oh, right? Can just really squirrel. get you. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, garden squirrel. Uh, also, oh, and that when it's so weird that it would be the limbs and the perineum. I know. Well, I think because okay. there's so many nerve endings or something. So when it's the perineum or the external genital area, okay, it's called Fournier's gangrene. Okay, it's got a, sounds really fancy. It's French. It means um, your you're getting is about to explode. <laughs> yes. Um, and when I when I googled that, that's when I was like, I'm gonna, you know what? I need a break <laughs> to look at some stuff on Poshmark. <laughs> I've got to look at some kittens playing for I've, a second. I've got to look at clothes because <laughs> I've seen some things. Oh, no. I've been to war. Okay. <laughs> so here's some risk factors, okay. which is maybe also why it gets down there. I don't know. Um, poor immune function, diabetes, cancer, obesity, alcoholism, IV drug use, and peripheral, peripheral artery disease. It but is, you said it's extremely rare, but all these things can lead to this? All those things are risk factors. Like, okay. usually they're comorbid. Okay. So most people who are developing... Uh, flesh-eating disease. Flesh-eating disease often have, have, these, something, else. have something okay. else going on. Um, between 55 and 80% of cases involve more than one type of bacteria... MRSA is involved in an up to a third of cases, which you guys have heard of, right? Yes. MRSA, methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. Okay. So this is what I was getting at. So that's where the staph, I'm assuming, comes from. The MRSA, I read up on this. I'm not going to get in. That's a whole other topic. But it is a antibacterial resist, 
antibiotic-resistant infection that is very contagious. Oh. People often get it in hospitals yeah. or in settings where there are a lot of like gyms where people are coming in a lot of contact with each other, and uh, you know you can make yourself a little bit safer from it by like being very clean, washing your hands a lot. But obviously, if you're just put in a hospital, yes, you know that's the hospital's job is to keep a very right. clean setting. That's not something you can necessarily help. Um, but it's common in a lot of our a lot of us have MRSA MRSA in our bodies, like in our in our mucous membranes already. Oh. But most of us aren't going to get sick from it. Okay. And do people say MRSA, or did I make that up? You, it's like Verbo, Verbo, right? VRBO. Have you noticed instead of VRBO, people say Verbo now? I don't know either. Of, I okay, don't know what so, you're talking about. Okay, sorry. VRBO is like Airbnb. It's another home. Oh. Um, renting service. Oh, okay. And I started noticing people were just saying Verbo, and I'm like, what? <sighs> Up is down, black is white. I'm not cool. What happened? <laughs> but do people say MRSA, or did I make that I up? like it. No, it's, it's, You've heard it's that. It's a thing. Okay, I, yeah. I could be saying it wrong by saying the letters. I think they used to say that on Full House, right? MRSA. Really? That was a thing back Christ. then? Or are you talking about Fuller House? No, Do all the characters on Fuller House get MRSA? That's a really full house. <laughs> and it's a very special two-part episode of Full House. Everyone Uncle, gets Uncle MRSA. Dickhead gets MRSA. I don't know the character's name. He has names. to get his arm amputated. And then he can't play the drums with the um, with the Beach Boys. He can't do the puppet. Which one does the puppet? Yeah, the other one. The I one. Don't, uh, does he do a puppet? Does Dave Coulier actually do puppets? <laughs> the one in the You Oughta Know song. Voices, yeah. We're going down so many, I know, so many rabbit holes. Rabbit holes right I will never get over the fact that that's who that song is I about. I know because it's the most ridiculous person. You just can't imagine anybody getting that upset over him. Uh, and, uh, or having uh, any kind of sexual feelings for him. Uh, 100%. Right? That's why it's so weird. That's why it's so funny. It's just like yeah. anyone any man could screw over any woman is the lesson from that. Like yes. you can fucking Dave Coulier can upset yeah. you that much. Yeah. Okay. So, is it treatable? Apparently, if you're quick, right? Well, yes, but uh, usually, if it's you know gotten to the point where the skin has begun to be eaten, so it's being eaten by the. <laughs> she just gave me the creepiest look, <laughs> like she was going to eat my skin. You need so it's being eaten by the bacteria. Yeah, right. It's literally yeah. being. It's flesh eating disease. Right. So your skin, like, can you see bone and stuff? Yeah, I've seen. I've seen holes. You've seen holes. <laughs> see, this is the kind of stuff I wouldn't mind seeing. But show me three cats, and I'll <laughs> throw Run up screaming. Yep. We all have our strange fears. <laughs> I'm not saying your fear is strange. No, no judgment. I, no, I 100% think I'm it's I'm saying strange. we just... Yeah. Okay. Surgical debridement. What? It's called debridement, Ooh. which is cutting away the affected tissue and okay. intravenous antibiotics. Oh, okay. got it. Delays in surgery are associated with a much higher risk of death. So Ooh. don't schedule that surgery yeah. for like after your trip to Cancun. Yeah, do it before you, you got a hole in your leg. Yeah. You want to get that taken care of. Despite high quality treatment, the risk of death is between 25 and 35 percent. Oh, actually lower than I thought. Okay. So you want to get this taken care of. Don't wait. Don't wait. (laughs) This is not elective. No, 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 no. Um, So there's been a bigger type in the news lately of a of a 
flesh-eating type of disease that I want to talk about. It's called Vibrio vulnificus. Ooh. These are the bacteria that can live in lakes, oceans, swimming pools, and even hot tubs. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know if you know much about these, Danielle. About Vibrio? Yes. No. (laughs) I don't know much. You're You're not reading about these all the time? No. So, okay. A lot of people are familiar that are aware that you can get them from eating raw or undercooked oysters and other seafood, which I didn't know. And I'm not a big eating raw, undercooked uh, oysters person. Aren't oysters always served raw? I don't know. I think you can have them cooked. But I guess if they're in a soup, they're cooked. Yes. But like, you know, when pe- people eat oysters on yeah, the half shell. Yeah, I don't shell, get it. It's repulsive. You can get it that way. Really? But you can also get Vibrio infection through an open wound. This can happen when a wound comes in contact with raw or undercooked seafood. It's juices. It's juice newtons. <laughs> <laughs> Drippings or with salt salt water or brackish water. Okay. Do you know what brackish water is? I think is? brackish water is when it's brown because, or still, it's brown but for a bad reason. Okay. You're wrong. Okay. But I was, <laughs> I also didn't know. I looked it up. It's a mixture of fresh and salt water, oh. often found where the river meets the sea. I didn't I didn't know that. That is interesting. Okay. And I was like, that's that's so poetic sounding, where the it river does. meets the sea. Sound poetic. It's so familiar because it's a song by John Denver and the Muppets. <gasps> is it? Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not on the Christmas album, so I don't know. I think it, it is actually on it the is? Christmas album. The river meets the sea? Yeah, where the river meets the sea. But also don't go into that water if you have a wound or you might get flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah. That's how he died, right? (laughs) He died of flesh-eating bacteria? Yes. and so a helicopter or something? uh, That's why he couldn't fly that helicopter. That's right. Because his arms were... And he was Full busy working the Muppets, and it's hard to... <laughs> he had a lot going on. He had so much to juggle. Um, okay. Vibrio vulnificus can cause life-threatening wound infections. Uh, many people with this infection require intensive care or limb amputations, and about one in five people with this infection die, sometimes wow. within a day or two of becoming ill. So this is the kind you can get either from raw yes fish or from an open wound in which fish juices get yes in? or this or brackish water or, or the sea brackish water so or the sea yes okay how can i prevent this if i have a wound okay i'm gonna tell uh, you okay if you have a wound which wound is one of those words that really gives me the chills because it is so evocative of what that looks like yeah Right. It's something that's open. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's It freaks me out. Yeah. Okay. That includes recent surgery, piercing, or tattoo. Oh. That's new. Not like your tattoo you got when you were 15 right. and supposed to be taking a college day in Akron, but instead right. you went and got a tattoo. Oh, Chris. <sighs> what was it of? It's a Black Panther. Because of what? What was that symbol? I thought it looked cool. Where is it? Did uh, you get it removed? It's on my back. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, I no. think I saw it at your wedding because your dress yes. revealed it, right? It's always good to show off your old teenage Black Panther tattoo at your wedding. Um, Stay out of salt water or brackish water if possible. Unless you want to go meet a Muppet. Yeah. You just can't help yourself. You can't. This includes waiting at the beach, dum-dums. Don't wait at the beach? Not if you have a wound. Cover oh, your yeah. wound with a waterproof bandage. If it could come in contact with salt water, brackish water, or wa- 
raw or undercooked seafood and its juices. Don't be pouring yeah. the juice of your of your dinner all over your open wound. <laughs> Don't serve your oysters on, on your, your open leg. wound. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who wants to eat oysters off of my <laughs> recent surgery? As if oysters couldn't be more repulsive. I know. Like, let's combine them with wet band-aids. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've never understood the concept of the raw... The oyster, the whole, I don't get it. And it's also associated with like sex in a way where yeah. people are like on a date and they're like, we're going to go eat raw oysters. Yeah, I think I learned that from Happy Days. I think Marion was trying to <laughs> seduce. Um, yeah, I think it was one of those episodes. Remember she put on like the uh, Fonz? She was trying to seduce the Fonz. No, she was trying to <laughs> seduce Tom Bosley yeah. and um, Howard, Howard Cunningham. And I think she like put on a, uh, like a dance of the seven veils outfit or That's something. That's hilarious. And I'm having pictures of being very embarrassed by watching her do this. And she was going to feed him raw oysters because it was an aphrodisiac. Oh, which no. Which was a big 70s word. Aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac. What a creepy word. It is. Yeah. Especially if you're a kid. Yeah. The whole concept of like food can make you horny is just so, I mean, just silly. Ugh. Okay. I agree. Okay. We covered, we're going to cover it with a Band-Aid. We're going to keep it away from juices. Uh, <laughs> this contact can happen that's during... A, that's the next shirt. <laughs> Let's keep it away from juices. <laughs> keep away from juices. <laughs> Just in general. Just in general. Just OJ, in general. Well, you know what? Clams. OJ the person and OJ the juice. Right. Because it's too much sugar. Although, Eat an orange. The acid, I wonder if the acid of an orange ju- of orange juice would come with that. <laughs> Pour it into a wound? <laughs> can't be right. <laughs> that sounds, can't be right. sounds wrong. Yeah. Okay, no Cold. swimming, fishing, walking on the beach. Oh, it could also happen when a hurricane or storm surge causes flooding. Think of all that. Oh, uh, the still water. Okay, so I knew there yeah. was something about still water being bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was also the name of the band in Almost Famous. Stillwater? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that was a really, really good time. Uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Wrong. Uh, the hot one. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, that, Philip Seymour Hoffman. In that movie? Yeah. I don't remember. That's one of those movies I don't remember anything about. That's okay. Billy Crudup. Thank you. That was prime ah. Billy Crudup. Oh, Billy um, Crudup. Um... Wash wounds and cuts thoroughly with soap and water, which seems like an obvious yeah, thing you should always yeah. be doing. Okay. Signs and symptoms. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Watery diarrhea, often accompanied by stomach cramping, nausea, vomiting, and fever. I mean... Is there such thing as non-watery diarrhea? That's, yeah. Is that sort of an oxymoron? Uh, it an seems oxymor- like it always is, but I, I don't really... I haven't delved into the various levels of diarrhea. I'm sorry. That's for another show. <laughs> I can't wait for that episode. Okay, so what other? I'm sorry. What were the other symptoms? Stomach cramping, nausea, vomiting, and fever, okay. which often can be things you have when you have food poisoning. Ah, but just keep in mind if you're like you ate oysters, maybe, yes. or you were in some brackish water after a hurricane, and you were like, "Hey, I just think I might go wading in this hurricane water." Right, and then now I feel really sick and I can't stop throwing up and pooping myself. Mm. You might want to get that looked at. Um, bloodstream for bloodstream infection. 
fever, chills, dangerously low blood pressure, and blistering skin lesions. Okay, so this is what I assumed we were getting at because yes. that's how you know something's really going on. If you have a wound infection, which may spread to the rest of the body, Oof. fever, redness, pain, swelling, warmth, discoloration, and discharge. Oh. You know, discharge almost Never always did. the bad thing. 100%. Yeah. Unless you're getting discharged from the hospital. <laughs> or the army. Right. Because who wants to be there? You know, people, some people do. Yeah. Thank you to our troops. <laughs> Shameless thank you to our troops. You know what? I'm glad somebody's doing it. I don't want to. Okay. So here's how it's diagnosed. When they find Vibrio bacteria in the wound, blood, or poop of an ill person. The infection is treated with antibiotics. Right. The doctor might need to amputate your leg or your arm Uh-oh. to review, remove the dead or infected tissue. Oh, my God. Okay. So, that is Vibrio. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys want to hear any more or if you feel done. No, I can hear more for sure. Okay. Because this is a new thing coming to our country thanks to climate change. Oh. I'm going to give you a little story. And it's about a woman named Laura Gaither and her family. In 2018, they went to Panama City Beach, Florida. Okay. Where all good things happen in Florida. Um, she was rinsing sand off her feet and noticed, oh, I some things are biting my legs. These little black bugs. You know what? Oh, my kids have been bitten too. She didn't worry because she was like, I think these yeah. are just some sand flies biting my legs. No big deal. It happens at the beach. Is that a thing, sand flies? Sandflies are a thing. I mean, I can picture them. Um, I just didn't know that's what they're called. She didn't worry okay. about it because it's like, yeah. whatever, some right. sandflies. Okay. The, they they kind of looked like ant bites or mosquito bites. Two okay. weeks later, back at home, uh, she noticed that the bites had morphed into small open wounds. Oh, my God. Her pediatrician was like, it's eczema. You know how doctors are so great with women. Um Wait, she, he, the doctor said that open wounds mm-hmm. were eczema. Yeah. Right? On, the, so, on your feet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about eczema, but... F- I don't think I don't it think usually looks like a wound. I don't think it looks like an open, open wound. wound. It yeah. usually looks kind of like an itchy yeah. redness. Okay. So, fuck that dude. Right. Um, eventually, Gaither took her young daughter, whose condition was the most concerning, mm-hmm. to the emergency room. They gave her some antifungal and steroid topical creams. Didn't do anything. Aww. So the ulcers kept growing larger and more painful. <gasps> she started doing her own research because she's a mom. Yeah. Uh, and learned about a flesh-eating disease called cutaneous leishmaniasis. Wow. It can be transmitted to humans through the bite of some sandflies <gasps> that have been infected by animals, usually rodents. Oh. In, in the U.S., Yuck. that's how they usually get it. So she learned it's common in tropical and subtropical countries like Brazil, Mexico, and India. She starts reading peer-reviewed papers. So she's going online yeah. and reading like yeah. journals because it's this is what fucking moms have to do. Right, because because medical professionals no an are like, right. nobody's taking me seriously, and my kids are in trouble. Um. And she's like, oh, these wounds look a lot like the ones I'm reading about in these peer-reviewed articles, which are these crater-like ulcers <gasps> covered with a thick yellowish, yellowish pus. Jesus. So she takes these research papers and gets her own doctor to test a biopsy for the leishmaniasis. Those results are inconclusive. Oh. So after like three months, it Does finally... Does it say how old this kid is? I, I don't know. It doesn't... I, it doesn't, didn't say... Okay. 
Um, after like three months, it did clear up. Oh, her daughter was okay, but um, that's the the lengths she had to wow. go to. So it cleared up without treatment because none of the treatments worked. Correct. Oh my so God. in this paper, this uh, this was from NPR. It, uh, I learned that Americans can be exposed to the Leishmania parasite without leaving the country. They're currently endemic in Texas and Oklahoma. Endemic, I had to look that up because yeah. I was like, endemic, meaning they exist Okay. Uh, in Texas and Oklahoma. New studies suggest they might be present in other states, including Florida. Reported cases are in the U.S. are currently negligible, just okay. meaning there aren't enough to say yeah. it's here, but yeah. it doesn't mean they don't have them. Right. They may soon be on the rise as climate change pushes rodent and sand fly habit habitat northward. Oh. Scientists caution that in the future, an increasing number of U.S. residents could be exposed to different varieties of the flesh-eating parasite. Jesus. Uh, if you want to see pictures of leishmaniasis. Oh, you can oh, see Oh, you, if you want to see pictures of the Fournier's gangrene. <laughs> I think, okay. just so, You're going to see a lot Just of so people don't think I'm completely repulsive. I, I think there's a reason why I have an obsession with this stuff. And the reason is that I have, since I was a kid, and it doesn't happen as much anymore, a strange thing where different parts of my face mm-hmm. will just swell up for oh, seemingly wow. no reason. Okay. So like my eye will just... Like I'll, an allergic reaction kind of thing almost? Yes. Mm-hmm. But they've never really nailed it down. Mm-hmm. So like my lip might swell up. But I've oh. seen people post lines, oh my God, my lips swell up. And it's like even. Mm-hmm. My lip is like... like it's Whoa. like crazy. One side will swell up or my eyeball will swell up. Or I've, are, I've also had like... Um, you know, like my elbow or mm-hmm. my chin. And you've not been able to connect it to no. a food you ate or. I, a... I, I th- OK, so if I have a cut in my mouth and mm-hmm. I have like a pepperoncini, mm-hmm. it will 100 percent happen. OK, but it's not always because of that. It's OK, not like I'm having a pepperoncini every time and I'm certainly not putting in my eyeball. So it's just it's just this been this sort of lifelong you know, strange No one's hitting thing. you with like a giant cartoon hammer. It looks like that. I mean, I used to. Like people would be a little concerned because it looked crazy. Wow. And um, yeah, so I think because that can happen to my own face Uh and body, sometimes I'm just like, wow, it's amazing what the body can do. It is amazing what skin can do. So I'm just kind of like strangely uh, fascinated by it. Yeah. I don't think, in my opinion, any any person would find this crazy or weird i mean people are fascinated with serial killers yeah people are that's fascinated true. oh with, my god Sorry. i think she's looking at a, oh my god a picture that garen, garen brought up me i mean it looks like special effects makeup like there's two holes you know when like in a cartoon where you yes. look at someone and they become a ham bone yes that's what it looks like <laughs> I don't even know if a ham bone is what a ham bone is exactly, but um, I I immediately could you could picture bring, what that yeah it's is. like pink and you can see the bone There's and just holes yeah, yeah I'd rather look at people who look like trees <laughs> people with bark that's skin. we're gonna have to do an episode on people that look like trees well Chris okay is there more because that was no I I feel like I've exhausted myself that was and the audience probably <laughs> if they're still here that was amazing. When we come back, we've just talked about flesh-eating disease. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to talk about freshman year. Cannot See wait. See what we did there? We pulled back muscles 
make yes. that connection, right? Like we really did. We're in traction yeah. over making that I'm gonna connection. I'm going to take a pain pill. Oof. Uh, thanks. We'll be right back. So as promised, Christine, yes. we talked about... It's Christine Kimmel. As we were just talking in the break about how in bad dramas... You do it, Chris. How they say the first and last name in a dialogue over and person. over again. It's like, hey, Joe Tucker, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you right now about how you paralyzed me when you accidentally <laughs> shot me. And Joe Tucker, I forgive you. I know that you have problems. And I was angry for a long time, Joe Tucker. But I'm not angry anymore, Joe Tucker. <laughs> it's crazy. My other, the thing I also really can't stand, and I've talked about this before, but is like when someone will have a whole dialogue and then there'll be a pause in the dialogue and then the person will say, Maybelline. And they'll be like, what's that? Maybelline, that's my middle name. Because it's like came up earlier and they wouldn't. I don't even know your middle name. Yes. But it's just like, so you just, you're so self-absorbed. You just expect them to know what you're talking about. You're just going to pull something out of the air and talk about it as if you were just mentioning that. My husband does that all the time. He does. I don't know if it's a German thing or if it's that he's watched so many of those shows. He thinks that. <laughs> now he's talking like He's that. like, well, I, I'm not originally from the United States. So maybe he just learned how to be American from watching Watch a lot of bad TV. TV. Uh-huh. I have a pet peeve in which people who are on the phone with each other hang up. Without saying goodbye. And never say goodbye. Drives me insane. I hate it. Or I'll pick you up at eight. Or not, not I'll pick you up at eight, but like, let's have dinner. Um, what do you say? Eight o'clock. No arrangements yes, are made. Yes. I don't know where we're we meeting. We both know what's... We just know where yeah. we're going. Also, why are people eating at eight o'clock at night in every TV show? Yes, no, it's late. It's so late. It's not good for your digestive system to no. eat that late. And it's like, I'm not going to get home until 10 now. Yeah, I know. Right. And I then you're going to get up in the morning and run with your hair down. It's another fucking thing I can't stand in Wait, movies. People, oh, they go for a run and their hair is just Their flying. hair is just down. Yes. But you know what? I have to say, in real life, people do do that. Because I see people, like, when I used to go to the gym and people would have their hair down. And yes. I mean, insane. I'm like, why are you just uncomfortable for the sake of being, un- just so you can look good? Oh, at the gym, they do that. Everywhere. I, you but know yes, what? Maybe the they too. read those tips about how you're safer from, like, men who are going to try to kill you if you don't have a ponytail because they can grab your ponytail. At the gym? They're just going to pull you off the the uh, hey, hey, Killers are everywhere. Holy moly. Well, that's another episode. Right now we're talking about well, we just talked about flesh-eating diseases and now we're going to talk about freshman year. Which, which be, is worse. Yeah. Just as deadly. Yes. So we're going to actually talk about my freshman year, which is my freshman year of college. I can't wait because I, I know little and I'm yeah. I'm excited to learn a lot. Okay. Set, us, set up the scene. The set up the, the scene is when we found out we were getting roommates. I don't know how they did it at your college, but they. I did not live on campus. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't live on campus. Okay. No, I had my own apartment. Where did you? Okay. So you where? Went to NYU. Oh, exciting. In the big city. Big city. Really as far away from my home as I could. Yes. Get, with being in the contiguous United States. And, um, so they sent you like the name of the person mm-hmm. and I guess the phone number. Okay. This was, you know, back before, you know, texting. cell phones and texting and stuff. So I remember, okay, so I met the, her name was Sharon. This was going to be my roommate. Okay. And we oh, talked. not Sharon, Sharon. Sharon, it's Israeli. I like and, it. And um, so we just chatted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when, when we finally met, I remember her being extremely relieved that I was not a hot, pretty blonde girl because she assumed that someone oh. from Los Angeles 
would be a hot, pretty blonde girl. So she actually said that. Yeah, she basically verbalized that. Like, oh. thank God you're not hot. Thanks. Thanks. This is going to go smashing. So, yep, she... I'm less attractive than you imagined. <laughs> so, I just wanted you to know, audience, that Daniel Koenig is gorgeous. Yeah, I'm P.S. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so, she was not a freshman, she was a sophomore. Oh. So, I'm not really sure. Well, maybe, well, maybe it'll become clear why she didn't have already a roommate as the story goes on. But um, so and we were in there are gorgeous dorms at NYU. OK, we were in the one that's not OK, the one that is literally cinder block. The, it's, and, and it's called Weinstein. Like, could you come up with an uglier name for it? Oh, dorm? do you th- was it Harvey Weinstein's? Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I never thought of that. It probably dates back before. I don't know. The, not the construction. You know, he, you know, know, he was probably in his 60s back then. <laughs> he's always been 60. And he's always been repulsive. Yes. Yeah, forever. He was born a 60 year old. I mean, it wasn't like it was a film department. It was just the dormitory. But I suppose it's possible if he gave money to the school, which if he went to NYU, that's not a far. I don't know if he did. But we'll anyway. look into it. OK. So yeah, you were in a women's prison. No. I was basically in a, it did actually kind of feel like a women's prison. It was very like echoey in the halls. And OK. Uh, we did have our own bathroom, which was huge. Ooh, so not so common. Not common at all. With a shower and everything. Yeah. All right. We had our own bathroom nice. in our in our room, which was great. So strange things started happening. Okay. She was a little odd to begin with. She was a little. She was very insecure mm-hmm. and um, just a little weird. Okay. And it became. I, I would eventually learn that her father was a plastic surgeon and her mother was very beautiful. Ah, uh, this maybe. Yeah. sets up her this, whole comment uh, right right she, just insecurity is a um so there were her her side of the room was just a mess it was just filthy okay like, i wasn't the neatest person in the world but there would just be like wadded up money and stuff and like it was just strange okay so then one day i woke up and she was uh in my face uh-oh her eyes were like inches away from my face oh that's frightening as i woke up yeah that's like a horror you don't want movie. anybody's <laughs> you don't no. want anybody's face in no. your face when you open your eyes and she said good morning this is a horror film so then okay do you know the it doesn't really matter but do you know the painter klimt yes okay so i had a klimt not the famous one of the man and the woman but i had a klimt poster was it mother and child no, it was just a girl in like a white okay. sort of party dress, but yes. she's like a young girl and she's got a very serious look on her face and she has long straight brown hair. And I, You I, had the requisite Klimt. I had exactly. Freshman. Like, like what cliche thing am they I? They hand what them out to freshman 100%. girls. Yeah. It's like, it's like you get a right. three Klimt to choose from. Exactly. That's exactly right. So I picked that one and, um, you know, I probably had it because it reminded me of myself or something. You know, I don't know. Whatever, you know, really deep thought I had about it. So just taped, just taped mm-hmm. onto this, you know, cement wall. Yes. Um, to cover the little hole you were digging out. <laughs> spoon. She was like, Rita, it's not Rita Hayworth. Shit. Who is it in? Uh, it, is it is Rita, Rita Hayworth. Hayworth. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I was digging behind the, the little girl's face. Um, so she would. She's in your face. Good morning. So good, good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
And then one time she was like, she looked at the poster and she was like, yeah, um, I kind of feel like I am that girl, you know, like that's me. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a lot of little weird stuff. It's getting a little single white female it's vibe. A little, yeah, maybe a little bit. And then also like she's got some boy she has a crush on. Okay. So I'm hearing about that a lot, but mm-hmm. I'm getting the feeling she doesn't really have a lot of friends or she tells me that there are girls in the hallway who she in the dorm in the hall that she was friends with the prior year, but isn't friends with anymore. Oops. Some, some, yeah, okay. Something, something's gone. So there's a little history there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now I don't have a huge social life either. So. Well, th- you haven't been there a year. That's true. But I'm saying I, I maybe was in my room more than I should have been uh-huh. in terms of anyway. Well, so, you're an inside person. I am an indoor cat as well. <laughs> or an indoor but plant. Is what just I said about one cat. Day. Just one cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I said that the other day about Oliver. I was like, he's an indoor plant. Um, so one day I look into our bathroom because like I said, we had our own bathroom. Okay. And my heart rate is going what do you think up. I'm going to say? You found like a, a chunk of something. Hair. Okay. All over the bathroom. Oh. All over. Like, not like. Not like hair that came out while she was washing her hair. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Plump, when you sometimes right. you find you're like some of your hair comes I, out when you're washing it. My hair is I literally find my hair like woven into fabric. I yes. don't know how it happens. It's everywhere. Like every baby I've babysat has my hair in their diaper at some yeah. point. Like it's just but not that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Clumps of hair. Oh no. That she has cut off of her head. Oh no. On the ground, in the sink. Oh god. On the toilet, okay. in the toilet. Mm. Tons of it. Okay. So I say, while I'm still staring at it, Sharon, because she's in her bed, which mm-hmm. she was a lot. Sharon, you've um, you've cut your hair. She said, yeah. And I said, well, it's it's all over the bathroom. Mm-hmm. She said, yeah. Um, I wanted it contained, but I didn't want it contained. Um, and I'm like, okay. That's she's, a she's, response. Yeah. That doesn't Cut, sound healthy. Cutting off the hair is sort of a classic going cuckoo move i mean i can only imagine what it looked like her looking in the mirror cutting off her hair and you know doing some incantation or something i mean it was it sounds like a like a cry for help it all was a cry for help so i mean yeah it now look i understand that this is this story kind of makes me sound like i'm making fun of a men, you know someone with a mental problem which i guess i am but the point is that this is just how an eighteen-year-old had what what an eighteen-year-old had to deal with, which yes. is me not knowing anything and being thrown into like you've just moved away from your family, yes. you don't know anyone here, basically, yeah. and you, of course, very on brand, get stuck with a crazy person, <laughs> yeah, like a person who is not already crazy is going crazy. She's in having real time. her own break. She's having her break with reality, and, and I'm and you're eighteen, and I'm eighteen, and you're I'm like a front row ticket to it. I don't know how to manage this. Right. Whatever this is. Right. So, I mean, I recognize she was going crazy, yeah. but, you know, what am I supposed to do with this? So, and apparently manic depression comes out around this age. Okay. Right? So, a lot of things actually can. I think that it's also a time where uh, schizophrenia, which I believe mm. is more common in men, can also manifest uh, around this time. Uh, okay. So, that's, you know. Yeah, well, maybe she was schizophrenic. I don't know. I mean, I'm... Uh, well, you'll listen and you'll hear. But so I'll diagnose when we get yeah, to the end. Right. <laughs> My so, professional diagnosis. So things are getting weirder and weirder. Yes. You know, waking, you know, staring at me with her weird, you know, she had these beautiful blue eyes just kind of staring at me. And like, you know, the poster and the hair that was kind of like, oh, boy. Like, okay. I can't and, ignore and can I this ask anymore. about yeah. the haircut? Yeah. 
So she had long hair or it wasn't super long. It was curly. So it was like shoulder length. And did she give herself like a pixie cut? Did she shave her no, head? Did it she... wasn't. It wasn't so much. A, it wasn't like a dram, as dramatic as uh, as she a just shaving her chopped head. Chopped a bunch off and kind of. Yeah, it was. It was the kind of thing where when I initially saw her in bed, I didn't see that there was a difference because okay. it was curly and she had a lot of hair. So yeah. So, but it was enough that it was like, I mean, it was a statement okay. on the floor. It okay. Was, so I think she eventually cleaned it up. I, I know I didn't, but. So so I said something to the effect of like we you got to clean that up. So I think I started avoiding her a little bit more like mm-hmm. as much as I could and maybe putting away some sharp objects. <sighs> right. Yeah, good point. So one day I'm coming down the hall. Mm-hmm. I should explain that our particular dorm was the very last one down the hallway. Cool, far away from everyone and as who can hear you yelling and screaming from for the help. elevator <laughs> and from everyone else. Oh god. All the way down the hall. Okay. So I, as I'm coming down the hallway, someone, one of these girls who had been friends with her said something like, um, oh, I think in an earlier time, mm-hmm. one of the girls had said something to me like, yeah, she's being a bitch. And I, and I remember saying, she's not being a bitch. There's something wrong with her. Oh, that's so nice. I think, or at least I thought it, but I think I said something like that. Yeah. So anyway, but you had compassion. That's nice. So one of these girls stopped me and mm-hmm. I was like, so Sharon's in your room mm-hmm. with, um, like, you know, the campus security or some, or Ooh, door, an, okay. an RA or something. And some shit's going down. Okay. And I was like, Oh, and as I'm talking to her, she comes running out of the door down the hallway. She comes running out of my door down the hallway. And there's commotion. Yes. It's fucking crazy. And I think I went into someone else's dorm room for a second. Mm-hmm. And then I got a marble red cigarette. Because yeah, what else did. are you going to do in that situation? I would have gotten marble light. But, but I mean, it was all I had. Hair. No, yeah. it was just someone. That's what they had. Yeah. Take them. Smoke them. So I went to my dorm room. Yes. And I sat on the window ledge like mm-hmm. a proper... Angsty 18 year old. Oh, I love it. So Winona Ryder. It really is. And I smoked my marble red, freaking out that, you know, the one person I knew the most at the school was having a mental breakdown. Yes. And then I hear her barreling down the hallway toward the room again. Uh oh. And I, it was a horror movie. I'm like, did I lock the door? Yes. Did I fucking lock the door? Oh, God. So then I hear. <laughs> She's trying to get in. Scratching at the door. <laughs> Yeah, she shot out nails. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and I'm like shaking. Yeah. And I hear the door like rattling. She was trying to get in. I had locked it and someone pulled her away. Mm. So, so it's scary for everyone. It's scary for all involved. Yes. So um, turns out they did drag her away and mm-hmm. she punched a cop. Oh. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah. So she was really out of she her, was out of a, her own out of her yeah. control. So maybe it was more than, I mean, it felt like manic depression because of the way she was behaving. It was very, it was very up and down, mm-hmm. and it, it seemed like classic bipolar or manic depression. I'm not sure if they're the same thing. I always forget if they're the exact same thing. But I, I feel like it's one of those things where it used to be called yes. one thing and now and then it's it became called bipolar. the other. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's I think that's right. So anyway. Eventually, they tell me she's gone home to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's having problems. She needs to get some help. 
and you'll just be by yourself in this room now. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a loner. That's fine. Not really, again, not really helping with the whole, I don't have a lot of friends yes. situation, but all right, such as, and I'm calling my parents and they're like, my God, what do you do? Uh, you, know, you know, like, this is crazy. And I'm like, I know it's totally crazy. Like, mm-hmm. this is what happened. Yeah. So we have to pack up all her stuff, like me and the RA or something. Okay. Have to pack up all her stuff. It might have, by the way, the, the RA of the whole building, or not the, I don't know what it's called, when it's, was John Fugelzang. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yes. That so, is so funny. I had a crush on him uh-huh. every time I came in the door because he was this really cute guy and he was so sweet. Yes. And he would like check us in. He was the guy at, yeah. at the door. And um, I did not remember that because I have such a bad, bad, horrible memory that it wasn't until years later when I had already known who John Fugelzane was yes. that he said, remember, I was the guy. And I was like, oh, my God, you're John. The guy I had. I just didn't put two and two together. Yes. So I don't know if it was him and he, he probably had, had a crush on you, too. He 100% did not. But I, he was older, I should mm-hmm. say, but not, I mean, you know, he was old enough to be the whatever of the dorm. So I'm not sure if it was he and I or if it was just the floor RA or whatever, but we had to pack up all her stuff. Mm-hmm. So we find wads of cash, like just crumpled up money. Because her dad was That's a how she stored money. Doctor. She crumpled it up yeah. in, in balls. So she had like a lot of spare money, I guess. Yes. And just like, you know, it, it was just shit everywhere. It was just like, you know, clothes and everything was a disaster. Yes. Then we found her notebooks. Why I felt it was okay to look in her notebooks, I have no idea. But I guess just curiosity got the better of me. So it's like... Oh, I would have 1,000% oh, okay. right. read those notebooks. At that age, my At moral that compass, age. too, right. was like, oh, yeah, I have a right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the font was a crazy person font. Okay. It was like in loopy, big handwriting. Yes. Like crazy. That's also the girl's font. Of- no, but it was like every... Every in every every single part of the page is covered. Yes, no more like okay. And it was all about her and this guy, except for in the book she could cast herself as the man and she had cast him as the woman. Huh. So there was a whole fucking thing going on. Okay. And maybe that made her feel like she had more power in the yeah, situation. Maybe. But I mean, you were I mean, we were witnessing a like a break. Like it yes. was like, oh, if you study this years you know what I mean? Like when you see Van Gogh's yes. notebook or something and it's like oh yeah he's bananas so um, so we sent all the stuff home to her and then they said you know she might come back eventually and I was like okay great <laughs> so then I was I remember I was running I was I went for a run uh, on the track and someone said did you have your hair down I 100% did not have my hair down because that is a ridiculous <laughs> fucking thing to do why anyone would exercise with their hair down so aggravating to me so um someone comes up to me and says sharon's back and i was like okay so this is the warning they gave me like she's just here yeah so then i'm like okay okay so i go into the dorm and i again i'm not sure if this was john fugles eight or someone else they pulled me into the office and they're like i don't think it was him but they were like um so what are you gonna say to her and i was like what, what am I going to yeah. say to her? This is up to me? Like, I have to break the ice? Like, don't you think you should, like, have a professional come in yes. here and explain yes. to me what I should say or I'm something? not even studying psychology. <laughs> I know. I'm <laughs> undeclared. God damn it. So, I said, they said, well, I, I said, I don't know. And they said, well, are you going to bring it up? And I said, well, no, I'm not going to bring it up. I said, if she wants to talk, I'll be 100% open to talking. But I'm not going to be like, so I heard you went fucking batshit. Yes. What was that all about? 
You know what I mean? Explain yourself. Right. So like, anyway. Adults. So. Really had it together I back know. then. So, I mean, imagine like you send your kid to college and this is. What they're, they're <laughs> supposed like, to deal with. To put on I'm them. basically a child. Right. So a few years later, I did not return to school. Um, biggest regret of my life. But as you can see, it was not the most auspicious start. Um, I I was in Chicago. Okay. And I thought, you know, I'll just give her a call. As I still had her number, mm-hmm. her home number. See how she's doing. Just see how she's doing. So her mom answers. Hello? And I said, oh, hi, Mrs. Whatever. Um, it's Danielle, Sharon's old roommate. I just want to see. Oh, hello, Danielle. Yeah, I just want to see how Sharon was doing. Good, good. She's not here right now. She's, um, tell me, have you ever heard of the Moonies? <gasps> I'm not fucking kidding. What? She joined the Moonies. Oh, my God. I'm like, that is the perfect fucking ending, of course. Like, the Moonies. And the mother's just like, she's fine. She's, I'm like, oh, my God. She's where she belongs. She's where she belongs with one of the original cults. Wow. Anyone too young to know the Moonies were a cult, I think based out of New York, but originally I think the guy was Asian or something. But um, funny story, just the other day yes. I was listening to Rachel Maddow uh-huh. and she was talking about some crazy person who is has a is, uh, you know, sponsoring a rally for Trump still in 2021 yeah. at the People end of 2021. Are still doing that. And he is the son of the founder of the Moonies. Now, the Moonies aren't the ones that put on the tracksuits and all committed suicide. No, 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 because they're dead. Yes. No, those are the Heaven... Um, Heaven's Gate? Heaven's Gate, yeah. The okay. Moonies uh, go back farther. I don't know what their, you know, principle is, but I'm sure it has to do something with the you know, giving sound them your like, money. They're like, they sound like a band from the 60s right. that like, well, got their own TV exactly, show. Exactly, exactly. Um, but they were quite i think they did maybe start in the 70s or something i think they've been or they had at least at that point been around for quite a while well if she's ever left the moonies i would love for her to come on and talk about how to survive a cult well that's a really good point i don't i don't even remember her last name which is again my bad memory but um yeah so we should do that episode too yeah that is a great story danielle that's crazy right well, I hope she's doing okay. I hope so, too. And I'm sorry that you had such a f- hard first <laughs> year. But you know what? It gave yeah, us a great story. It did. I survived uh, by... I mean, I had a sense of humor about it yeah. somewhat. I, I did feel for sure pr- put pressured on. Like, I was supposed to somehow figure out how to deal with this really unusual situation by myself. Yeah. Um, but... You survived it. I survived And it made you funnier, probably. Yeah. I don't know how well she survived it, but I survived it okay. Well, we're, we're, sending, you know, we're sending her love and light. <laughs> we'll be back with um, what we've learned. Yes. And also a word from one of our listeners. We've got a fun story from one of our fans. Uh, fans? Right that sounds this. gross. Listener. Listeners. Yeah, let's not, let's not get too ahead of ourselves Let's here. not get too big on our britches. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. We are in the denouement section mm. of our show. Sauvage. Yeah. <laughs> After the climax, Ooh. where we talk about things we learned today. Yes. Only pick up babies by their feet. <laughs> Beware the society of peds. Yes. Whatever form that takes. Where the River Meets the Sea is on the Muppets 1979 ah. holiday album, A Christmas Together. So I'm sure I'll be hearing that soon. Don't eat oysters off open surgery wounds. <laughs> Now over to Christine for a little news we got from our um, a fan of ours, a listener, we should say. First of all, Christine, if people want to write to us, yes, 
they can do so at podcast how to survive at gmail.com, right? Yes, we love mail. And then maybe they can get their little anecdote of what they survived on the air as this listener is about to. David L. Williams wrote us, and I'm very excited to share his harrowing story. Hi, Danielle and Christine and Garen. Garden. <laughs> little pause for... A.K.A. Garden Squirrel. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the podcast, and I saw your tweet on Danielle's Twitter feed looking for people who have survived a harrowing incident. When I was in first grade, I survived being run over by a school bus. I was leaving the school bus to walk to my home, which was on the other side of the road. My lunchbox spilled open, and I went down to pick up my Garfield my Garfield thermos because, of course, I hated Mondays. <laughs> and the bus started up and ran over my foot. <gasps> Stopped when a jogger frantically waved at the driver and then backed up to let my foot free. And I survived, which I imagine is pretty obvious from the fact that I'm writing you this email 30 some years later. Don't know if that's of interest to you. Maybe you could pair it with someone being thrown under the bus in that cliched reality show way. Even if you can't use it, I'm excited for the next show and so glad I learned about it from Never Not Funny. Best, David L. Williams. David L. I love, I think also being thrown under the bus is a great uh, idea yes, for a show because we may have to. I think we've all been thrown under the yeah. bus. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. Of course. I yes. Mean, narrow it down to one time. Right. But that story is insane. Right. His little foot. His little. Got, his can little, you imagine a whole bus under a, over a, a first grader's foot? Six or seven year old oh. David's foot. Oh, but now he's guy. thriving and tweeting and I know emailing and just living his best life. Yeah, he can't do it with his foot, but no, no, he his foot is uh, just a club. Yeah, <laughs> it's a literal club. Yeah. It's not club foot. It's yeah. He's got a club attached to his foot. Yes, yeah, like foot. a golf club. I I forgot to mention his foot was amputated and replaced with a club. MRSA. <laughs> he contracted MRSA. I am, thank God for that jogger. Right? My God. That jogger's a hero. I hope he sends that jogger flowers every year. Yeah. Um, And that she also did not have her hair down. The wheels on the bus go crunch, crunch, crunch. (laughs) That is so, I would never get on a bus again. Thank you. Oh, thank you everyone for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe or like or however your podcast platform demands that you Listen to us yeah, on a regular basis. Whatever it does. And also, if you could leave a review oh, gosh. for us at said platform, that would be that would hugely appreciated. Knees. And we are, we're just having a blast doing the show. And we're so glad that you guys seem to uh, be digging it, too. Thank you so much. Bye. Be. Bye. Hey, everybody. We'd love to hear from you on the social media at pod how to survive on Twitter and Instagram. And also, you can send us an email podcast how to survive at gmail.com we'd love to hear your survival stories or just say hello all right talk to you later